Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. Today we have a small taste, an appetizer, a short snippet of one of Jeremy's recent teachings covering the key point or key doctrine from that sermon. It's a short, easy to digest, and encouraging sample from a bigger lesson. We hope you enjoy it. Who will bring a charge against God's elect? Remember we said last week, God's elect, it's like a, a statement of your position, who you are, okay? Like a saint or justified one. Who's going to bring a charge against God's elect? That's, that's us. Okay, who, who's going to do that? It says God is the one who justifies. I mean, he made the legal declaration already in his court. Okay, so who now is going to condemn you? Who's going to bring a charge against you that sticks? I mean, Satan tries, right? He accuses the brethren night and day. He, he tries to bring these charges against you. Oh, did you see what that person... Did you see what he did? Yeah, well, God says, I already declared him righteous. Next case. That's it. Uh, it's already done, already justified. You can't, but there's no way you can bring a charge. All those who are elect, by the way, here are all those who are justified, aren't they? The exact same ones who are justified are the elect. You know, sometimes people are like, don't believe me when I say stuff. So let's look at this. Okay, let's look at this. This is worth looking at. Romans, was that 833, 34? Here's something interesting about this word, eklektos, used for elect. I'm going to tap on this word. It's going to bring up this little um, lexicon, a Greek lexicon. Bauer, Danker, Arndt, Gingrich. If you can say all that, you get 100. Okay, if you can remember what I said. Now, if you come down to the third meaning, this is very interesting. This is very interesting. We were driving, uh, my wife and I, through um, Wenatchee and back to here, and you go along. There's all these orchards. You've been there. If you live here, you've been there. All this fruit stands, right? You go get your fruit, right? Well, what do you do when you look at the fruit? You, do you pick the bad stuff? Or do you, pick, you want to pick the good stuff, right? You're like, this is a choice morsel. Look at this nectarine. Look at this one. Yeah, look at this apple, honey. You know, look, this is a choice apple. It's perfect. I mean, it's perfect. You, you pick the choice stuff. That's what the word eclectos means in the third meaning. Something that's premier, something that's choice, something that's high quality. It says, pertaining to being considered best in the course of a selection. Choice. Excellent. It doesn't always mean like he picked something. It can mean that. That's meaning one up here, the first meaning they have. Pertaining to being selected. Okay. But let me ask you a question. Why do you select certain fruit? Because it has certain qualities about it that other pieces of fruit don't have. Why are we choice? Because of something we did or because we're clothed in Christ's righteousness? That's why he looks at us and he says, you're choice. You are premier. You are distinguished. That's the second meaning. You are distinguished. Okay, why? Because of, we're so wonderful in ourselves? No, because when we believed in Christ, Christ clothed us with his perfect righteousness. When he sees us, he sees Christ. And that is a distinguished, premier, excellent thing to look at. That's what's going on here. 33, 34. So let's read it more. Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Well, nobody, apparently. Christ Jesus is he who died. Yes, rather, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God. And, and not only that, he also intercedes for us. He's constantly interceding for us. We'll get to it in 1 John 2 where he is our advocate, which is a legal attorney. He is, he is our attorney. Who's going to beat Jesus in a court of law? 
Some Harvard prof named Barack Obama? Some law guy who went to an Ivy League school somewhere and they're so smart? No, 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 no. Jesus Christ is the ultimate lawyer. Okay, we don't have, There's no lawyer, no prosecution who can come up and bring a charge against us and it's going to stick because he's our constant advocate. He just stands there as our lawyer and he handles every argument with perfection. If you don't believe he can argue with perfection, just read the Gospels. Okay, he shut all their mouths on one day in Matthew 23. Read that chapter. After that, no one, no one said a word to him because they realized it was just embarrassing. It was just embarrassing because he knew the Scriptures so well he could shut anyone's mouth, period. And he did. He did it to the Rhodians. He did it to the Sadducees. He did it to the Pharisees. And he did it all in one day. And that's who represents you. That's who represents me. Then verse 35, who's going to separate us from the love of Christ? I mean, who's going to do that? Will tribulation, difficult times, we may face difficult times. Is that going to separate us from Christ? No. How about distress? How about persecution? Are these things going to separate us from Christ? How about famine? Famine, nobody wants to go through famine. That means there's no fruit over there at those orchards. You know, Nobody wants to go through that. Everybody likes to eat, right? Nakedness, is that going to separate us? Were we cold, out in the cold? Uh, peril, sword, you know, physical death, is that going to, in war, is that going to separate us from Christ? Just as it is written, for your sake, we are being put to death all day long. We were considered a sheep to be slaughtered. So those things can't separate us from the love of Christ. It says, no, but in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. We overwhelmingly, we don't just conquer. This isn't just Nikao, from which the Greek goddess Nike came from. You know Nike, the swoosh? That's from a Greek goddess, okay? We don't just Nike, okay? We hooper Nike, okay? Michael Jordan wears them, right? We fly over Michael Jordan, okay? This is what this is saying. We are more than conquerors. We're more than victors in him who, through him who loved us. For I'm convic convinced, says Paul, that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities. None, none of these things can separate us, right? So we have eternal security. Nor things present, okay, now. Nor things to come, that's anything in the future in your life. Nor powers, angelic powers, demonic powers. Nor height, nor depth. And then he says, okay, fine. That's a lot of different things. I, I, I don't want to go on. He says, I'm just going to catch everything in one final statement. And he says, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you for joining us today on Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. If you found the lesson insightful, please consider subscribing below so that you don't miss any additional teachings from Jeremy. And if you're looking for additional resources or additional formats, links are in the description below. But above all, we want you to be encouraged and exhorted by the very Word of God. We hope that Jeremy is opening it up to you in a way that makes it even more understandable than what you've known in the past. So until next time, take care.